0: Welcome back to another episode of Pirate Talk Radio. Pirate Talk Radio is funded by you, the listener. If you would like to support our broadcast, please check out patreon.com slash davramtv. Well, it's been a little bit of time, and I apologize for that. I went on vacation. I enjoyed a nice little vacation away. And, uh, and then I came back to, of course, the giant pile of work that always greets people. When they return from a vacation. Uh, but while I was away, a new patch dropped. And uh on stream we've been playing uh with the crew on this new patch for oh just you know, um over the weekend. So probably about four or five days now. Um and I've got some thoughts where um that when when this uh episode releases, uh we'll be starting our second weekend um of streaming, our second five day stint on this patch. So I wanted to take some time. As I always do on patch notes, and kind of go through um, each part of the patch note and discuss my feelings um, on them, and and just kind of talk about how I felt they measure up, and and maybe the things that I don't necessarily agree with. So, um, if you would like to follow along, we're going to go top to bottom. We're not going to hit everything probably, just the more interesting um, items, but you can get to see. C- of thieves.com slash release dash notes, if you'd like to follow along. Um, And we're going to start with the gameplay improvements. Um, And the first thing that we see on gameplay improvements are skeleton ship fleet rewards. Um, Now, one thing uh, that I can tell you is I'm not a huge fan of doing uh, skeleton fleets. Um, The skeleton ships are, in my opinion, one of the crappiest um, engagements, um, on the game. Um, they're not good. Um, the, the skeleton ships can, can basically stop on a dime and speed up to the, the fastest ship on the seas in a matter of a split second. Um, it's, it's not fun, um, to fight them in the fact that there is no naval tactical fight whatsoever, um, in the skeletal ships. Zero. There's none. Um, they'll stop on you. They'll get behind you. They'll speed up. They'll you know, and th- there's nothing you can do. Uh, the AI on those skeletal ships since the time that I started playing months ago is is just bad. I've never liked them. Um, and unless they're going to start dropping the amount of loot that it would be equivalent to um, a fort of the damned, I'm going to continue to avoid the fleets. Period. End of story. But for those of you who may enjoy the fleets, two Ashen Keys are now guaranteed after defeating the final captain ship. Two Ashen Keys. That... T- huh? That's just absurd. We're, we're, I'm not even going to dignify that with any sort of response. Two Ashen Keys, guys. Now, if you complete the entire thing, you get two Ashen Keys. <laughs> yep. The final captain will now spawn two extra captain skeleton chests and two extra skeleton captain skulls. The skeleton captain's chests have also had their minimum value increased. Again, the amount of work that goes into fighting a fleet, hell, the amount of work that goes into fighting just a pop-up skeleton ship because of their lack of any sort of... <sighs> I don't know mechanics, any sort of sometimes gravity, any sort of physics is absolutely ridiculous. Um, there's a viral video going around of a skeleton ship that literally Tony hawks his way over top of a, of a, of a rock and still keeps going like, huh? Just give them wings if you want them to fly it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So again, this increase in value in the chests and the two chests. I don't, I don't care. I don't care. Uh, each skeleton ship is now guaranteed to drop at least one of each item, increasing the gold gain dramatically over the course of the encounter. Again, when you're doing these fleets, if you've ever done a fleet, these ships continually spawn and that loot does not stay around floating forever. So while you're fighting the ridiculously horrible mechanics and the absolutely stupid physics that these ships have, you lose your loot. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, all the loot from the entire event should drop off the captain ship. They need to fix the physics and make this event worth something um, to do. It's 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 something everyone avoids um, because it's not fun. There is no fun in in fighting a fleet. Because there is no, you, you can't be, for those of us like me who like to be naval captains and, and, and treat this game as a, as, a, 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 as a chess game, not checkers, there is no chess. There is no chess because the skeleton ship just upturns the table and says, okay, pick up the pieces. Right. They, they, they don't care. Right. They don't apply, they, they don't abide by any of the same mechanics as you. And their AI is so incredibly stupid that it's not even fun to try to fight them. So I just avoid them. I encourage everyone else to avoid them. And I hope that Rare finally decides to develop an AI that's worth a damn on these skeletal fleets and skeletal ships. And actually makes the encounter one that I would actually care to do. I would rather go do a Gold Hoarder mission and do something boring by sailing to 10 different islands and digging up stupid amounts of tre- chests, which is absolutely mind numbing than I would engage in this and any of their skeletal um, uh, fleets or, or random ship spawns. The ghost ships, on the other hand, the flame heart event, that's much more fun. The ships, um, the, the ships move in a programmed fashion um, that you can actually tactfully move around them. Are they are they are their physics or anything good where or their their AI good where they're maneuvering around you? No. But at least they can't go to Mach 50 in a second and they can't stop on a dime. They're ships that are obeying at least somewhat of the laws of the sea and movement, and there's actually some naval practice that you can get on them. Skeletal ships, zero, absolutely zero naval practice. It's a horrible event. And hopefully one day Rare will relook at this so it's an event people will actually care to do and not just look at the sky and say, "Oh, there's a there's a cloud, hey, keep moving." Or or up oh, we just got a Skelly ship on us, just keep sailing. There's there's no benefit. I don't care how much money they offer you um, in the loot. There is absolutely uh, no benefit in my mind to these events. They're not fun, and what you get out of them is significantly less than the time you put in. So moving on. World encounters. The first one is a complete lie. I feel like Donald Trump wrote this up. I'm sorry for those of you who support the man. He's a liar. The facts are out there, and this first one was definitely written by him. Increase the frequency of ashen lord encounters in the world. Bullshit. 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 We... As our crew have searched and searched and searched and waited on servers, watched forts go down, watched flame hearts go down, watched fleets go down, and not seen an Ashen Lord event since this event started. So I don't know what they coded in, I don't know what randomization there is on these events, but increasing the frequency of the Ashen Lord encounter, absolute and utter bullshit. If you want to increase the frequency, take it out of the random rotation. Make it an individual event that can be out there with the other ones. You want to increase uh, um, a frequency, make it every other. Make the Flame Hearts, Forts, and Fleets on one random roll, and after each one is defeated, an Ashen Lord spawns. That's how you increase it. I don't know what they did in their code magic, but this is a complete lie. I'm, I'm sure in the program, someone from rare could pull up the, <laughs> the data and say, here's where it is right. Here's where it is right. Here's where we increase the frequency. Well, that's fine. And that's cool that it's in the code, but us as players, definitely not seeing them. I've put in, I, I've put in, let's see here, probably over, uh, 30 hours in five days 30 30, 30 to 40 hours in five days of this game, and I I see no difference in the Ashen Lord increase. So you would think after that amount of time, you would see some sort of noticeable difference. There isn't. Whatever. It's blah. Um, Flameheart will now voice his disapproval if another non-allied crew approaches during the Battle of his Fleet. He shit talks. We know it. I'm over it. Uh, joining from invites, player will no longer see the font end intro cutscene when joining a game via invitation. I uh, okay. There are much bigger and worse things to fix in this game than, okay. Okay. <laughs> Accessibility. Oh, well, that that's all the updates to the game. Gameplay improvements and updates. There, there you go. I know this was a quality of life, uh, uh, quality of life, uh, patch, but there's all your improvements and updates according to the release page. I'm sure we're going to get into a few other things later, but based on how we're reading it right here, there, there, there's your patch. There's your patch. Okay. There's your game changing things. Pretty pathetic. Accessibility. Voice translations. First off, before I even dive into anything that's, that lets the game read to me, voice trends, any of that stuff, there needs to be a button in the game that turns the shit off, period. Not, I have to turn it off in the game or override it in the game and then go to the Xbox app and do things in the Xbox app and then, no, I should just be able to turn the damn thing off, period. The fact that anyone who types something into chat is red on my computer regardless of what my xbox says or regardless of what my sea of thieves says to do it reads it now i'm sure there's some setting that i don't have set right in the xbox app or the console companion or the new xbox beta thing or on my actual xbox or in the game or in steam there's something somewhere in all the different layers of stupid ass integrated badly settings that this game has that still has these stupid voices talking to me. I can read. I get it. That is a very important accessibility option for people who have visual or, 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 um, mental disabilities that don't allow them to read the text. I don't have that. So I should be able to turn that off with one button, read text. No. And all of it is shut off. It's absolutely frustrating. When I join into an arena and I have it in all the settings that I could possibly find this thing turned off and, and, and it's still, I get in there and I hear shit being read to me that people are saying, and oftentimes it's not appropriate things that I want on my stream and I'm held accountable for that or in my recordings and I'm held accountable for that. So Rare, fix your all your stupid setting integrations and just have an option in the game that says, would you like text-to-speech on or off? Yes or no. Not all these other options, not all these, well, this links to that and this links to that and that you have to change in this system and that you have to change in this system. Just give me one yes or no option. It's not that hard. I'm sure it's not that hard. You just don't want to make it easy. Break away from your Microsoft overlords and just overwrite their stupid-ass console companion, their stupid-ass Xbox app, and just build your game for PC users to have a good, easy experience without having to jump through all these hoops on all these other apps and websites. You want to be a multi-platform game? Act like it. Act like it. So, voice translation. Now that I'm off that soapbox, translate other players option has been added to accessibility options. When enabled, players from different regions can still be heard when they speak over voice chat. Their speech will also be translated in your language and displayed as text and notifications uh, window. You know, this is a cool option. Um, in my opinion, there's not a really a good translation service out there. It does what it can. Um, but when someone says, um, when someone says some word and it just tries its best at displaying something and it means nothing, I've, I've, I've fought, um, uh, other players, I've teamed with other players in other languages. And quite frankly, I would rather just be silent and I would rather them be silent. Um, just because the, 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 the translation feature is, is garbage. And I understand it's it's a limitation on on technology. I mean, Google Translate. I, I tried for a long time on my stream to run um uh closed captioning because I feel that's something that's very important to viewers who who may be deaf and, w- and want to be able to still partake in it. And sure, it's it's good to an extent, but it's 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 not perfect. Um, we're far from voice recognition and things like that 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 are perfect or even even anywhere close to perfect it's just a system that, that needs a lot more work. Um, and yeah, you get some funny moments with it, but that's about it. Um, and I'm sure it's helpful sometimes to some people, but it's this, this needs a lot of work and it's not rare's responsibility. It, it, this is one thing that I will say that, that, that rare has really very little control over. This is just limitations in the technology. So, you know, it, it is what it is. It's an option that I have turned off just because it's it's, it's just bad. It's just bad. But it's it's a good option in there for those folks who want to use it. It's just the technology is not there. Disabling the controller input. When playing on Windows 10, players now have the option to disable input from a connected controller. Okay. Well, if you're playing on Windows and you're using a controller, I, I hope there's a good reason because the keyboard and mouse are superior. I, I Don't at me. <laughs> it, they're superior. <laughs> Pro, prove me wrong. Uh, let me, uh, let's games read to me, let the games read to me improvements have been made in let games read to me options with additional of screen and key binding setting narration. Again, this is another option that I just wish there was, Hey, can you turn off all those stupid voices for menus and stuff like that? Yes. For some folks this is a very important accessibility option. Um, and for those folks, I'm glad they're looking into it, but for players who don't want this stuff, there needs to be an easier system to turn it off. And there isn't. Um, I will I will stay off my soapbox now from that. Uh fixed issues. Fixed issues. These are fixed, ladies and gentlemen. So if we find one in here that's listed as fixed and it is not, it, it's definitely fixed because it clearly says fixed issues. Gameplay. Throwing a blunder bomb or firebomb will no longer alter players' positions in the air or cause them to teleport on land. I haven't experienced it. Sounds good to me. Pirates will no longer be propelled backwards when vomiting. Well, that sounds disappointing. That sounds like it's a lot of fun. I never experienced that because, well, quite frankly, getting drunk in that game is it hurts my head. So I try to avoid doing that. But this is very interesting, and I kind of wish I would have known that you get propelled backwards when vomiting because that sounds like a lot of fun. There you go. Megalodons and sharks will no longer crash into, uh, into sea rocks, islands, and ships when chasing their target. Well, that's disappointing as well. I kind of liked when the Megalodon like stuck its nose on the, on the ass of your ship and kind of looked like it was pushing it. That was kind of fun. Um, uh, but I can understand why this is, uh, uh, th- th- this needed change. Um, there's some funny screenshots and clips of this, but, uh, that's a good fix. It's a good fix. Merchant crates and castaway chests attached to harpoons will now persist through server migrations and can be removed. That's still that. That also sounds good to me. I've been in positions. I've never experienced this where they they get removed or disappear or whatever. But uh, but it is very it is very nerve wracking in this game with the bugs which we know exist. When you merge servers, you're kind of terrified of what you're going to merge into is your loot still going to be there? If you're in the middle of picking up loot in the sea, is it still going to be there? Is it going to sink? Are you going to merge into another ship? Like th- there's a lot of things that are terrifying that we've seen out there. So fixing any merge, uh server migration issues definitely gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling because there, are, there, there have been a lot of them and, and I, I'm glad they're, they're, they're fixing some of them. So, there you go. Merchant crates and castaway chests attached to a prune will now persist through a server merge. When remapping movement keys, the fishing controls will also change. People fish, I just I just take the fish from other uh, other uh, other people. Okay. The emissary UI will no longer persist after lowering the emissary flag. I never experienced this. Um. Uh, I, I think, and I don't see anything on here um, about it. I, I think the new Emissary look, though I love the look, I think it was a brilliant change by them. It, it's definitely smaller, and, and I, I like the real estate that it, it takes up now. Um, it's, it's much more concise and small. Uh, my issue with the thing is it doesn't feel accurate. It, it doesn't feel as accurate as the old system. I'm sure it is. It just doesn't feel that way, and I don't know why. I've got no evidence to back it up. It's just it feels inaccurate now. Um, maybe not, but it feels inaccurate to me when the, with the circle going around and, and the the bars lighting up. It doesn't feel consistent or accurate. Um, but I'm glad they are making sure because because again, real estate in this game uh, with, with with everything that you're looking out on and stuff like that, reducing the amount of clutter on the screen at any given, at any given time is huge. Um, so I appreciate this. Again, I wish they would look at the, the, the title screens when you enter um, different areas of the map and freaking reduce the hell out of those, considering they take up like a fourth of your screen. Um, but any little, changement, any little change to ensure that you have as much visibility as possible um, is very important and, and good. Harpoons can no longer attach to mines dropped by ghost ships. Uh, I was not aware this could happen because I've tried it before just to have fun and troll my crew and I never successfully attached one. Um, but apparently those were, uh, well, that was a thing. and That's very scary. Um, but that that has now been fixed. Uh, the Athena Fortune's reputation page will no longer display Guardian of Athena's Fortune even at rank one. This title will now only appear when it is unlocked at rank 10. Okay. I already have it, so I, I don't. Uh, Players will now safely teleport back to their ships when stuck in the environments on ancient Spire outposts. This I did experience and getting stuck somewhere and black screening and then uh, appearing somewhere out in the world, not at your ship and waiting for the ridiculously long mermaid times. It got frustrating. It didn't happen in, uh, you know, everywhere. It seems like it only happened to ancient Spire. That's where I experienced the issue before. Uh, So I'm glad that's fixed. That's good dig sites located on the devil's thirst, uh, should only appear in areas accessible pl- by players. I have noticed, I, I haven't done a devil's roar mission in a while. Uh, but I have noticed and I did submit a ticket, um, in the arena. Uh, some of the chests are appearing in places which are not accessible, um, and are not diggable. Um, so on ground that you cannot dig through. So therefore the chest is basically lost for the entire map. Not saying that, that, you know, that, arena is not more of a naval battle, uh, fight now, which I absolutely adore, but, but when you are going for those chest digs, making sure it's in an accessible place for players to dig is, is kind of, you know, important. Um, so, so identifying this and and fixing that is, is huge. Skeletons will animate as intended when eating a banana, just as long as they stay away from my banana, you know, combat and hit registration so in just about every episode of, of pirate talk radio uh we've discussed uh hit registration uh you know my feelings about it and if you don't listen to one of my other episodes um so what can i say about hit registration uh in in this patch and i haven't read uh, the pieces here about it but What I can say is hit registration in some aspects feel better. The flintlock feels better. Um, I'm not killing players or I'm not dying when I see bullets fly past them or me. Um, It seems like that is better. Um, The blunderbuss is far worse now, though. Far worse. Um, I had an experience just the other day um, where I was standing. Visibly standing. Next to a player who was aiming their blunderbuss forward with the barrel inside of ship barrels. They fired it forward and I died next to them. Now, some people might say ping, some people might say whatever it 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 is, but that's absolutely ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. That I would be beside them and their, their gun inside ship barrels killed me even though I was 90 degrees to their left. So let's see what hit registration improvements we can expect with this patch. Improved cannonball hit registration on rival ships. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. That, that sounds pretty accurate. I've done some arena. I've done some some adventure in the, in the time that I've played this patch. Yeah, yeah, I would say hit registration feels a little bit better on cannons. After becoming a little... Short-sighted, in a previous update, skeletons wielding ranged weapons can once again hit sprinting players. Okay. And that's it. That's it. That's, That's all the changes to hit registration that they made. Absolutely despicable. Absolutely a joke. This game is focused and built around pvp i am still shooting at players and not hitting them properly even though i have hit markers i had a player the other day that i shot a i shot a pistol into with hit markers my friend slashed him three times and i shot him with a blunderbuss and he still didn't die, and we all had hit markers. This is a PvP game, and the fact that their PvP system is still incredibly broken, yes, there are a lot of aspects that go into the, the, the PvP code of this game. You've got moving players on moving ships on moving everything. So yeah, it's a challenging thing to code. But the fact that we have a quality of life update, and I would argue that the biggest issue with this game is hit registration, is PvP. And we get two items here. One that doesn't deal with PvP at all, that deals with skeletons, who the hell cares? And the other one deals with cannonballs. Okay, that's kind of important. But the main thing that happens in this game is guns. The eye of reach. The flintlock. The blunderbuss and the sword still are incredibly broken and need balanced. And we are still not seeing a proper and quality response from Rare. Now, we just had a couple months ago another quality of life update. We still had it registration issues. We had memory leak issues. It was atrocious. Now we see another quality of life um, update, and we're still seeing the same damn thing, some things worse off than they were months ago. I've worked in project management for a long time, and I can tell you this. Whenever you do something, <clears throat> you should never be taking steps backwards from the last thing that you did to fix it. That's like me trying to fix a wall by putting another hammer hole in it. That's like me trying to fix my driveway that should just be sealed with a sledgehammer. You're taking steps back. Every patch we see something along the lines of hit registration and overall, yes, some things have gotten better, but overall hit registration continues to get worse And worse. And it feels bad, and it feels unfair. The blunderbuss is capable of one-shotting players. One-shotting players. That is the worst feeling in the world when you're prepared, and you're hyped up for battle, and you go into fight, and you're ready to go, and you get one shot. If they're better than you in skill, that's great. But when the reason you're getting one shot is because the hit registration in this game is garbage, then it feels bad. This is a PVP game. Imagine if a game like Fortnite or a game like Counter-Strike or a game like Warzone or any other PVP game out there had weapons that didn't hit and damage properly. It's ridiculous. Now, on a PVE aspect, I can still shoot at a skeleton that's carrying a keg. Watch my bullet go through the keg, literally go through the keg, and kill the skeleton on the other side. Tell me how that's possible. <coughs> Hit registration is still in an is is in a in a horrible place, and the fact that that should the fact that it is not the number one thing on every patch and is not the main focus of all those developers that work on this game, is absolutely disgraceful. That is their number one issue in this game. We took an entire month off from content. Yes, we have the cool summer event, and I love it. It's been a lot of fun to revisit some of the old, um, uh, the old accommodations, the old achievements that I've done. It's nice. It's a nice little walkthrough time. And sure, we've got the the shark week going on now, um, for the collecting of, of shark teeth or, or whatever, and that's great. And sure, the 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 social media team over there has now tweeted out some some riddles or some pieces of paper that are are pinned to a wall that that are that are you know kind of foreshadowing a, a little bit of what might be coming next. That's great. But when the core part of your game is built around PVP and PVP is broken. Why are you creating new stories? Why are you focused so much on on Flameheart and and Ashen Lords and all this stuff? Yeah, it's fun to do. But when the core part of your game is broken, fix it. If you have a leaky pipe in your house that's that's causing mildew and mold and flooding your house, Don't go repair the roof. Fix the problem. Fix the pipe. Rare builds great games with awesome stories and things that people love to play. But when the core concept of your game is PvP, and anyone out there who says it isn't, read the title, Sea of Thieves. The only way you can steal something from someone else is kill them. Unless you're really sneaky and just sneak one or two pieces of loot. You want the whole ship worth of loot? Kill them. Be a pirate. That's what the game is about. It's in the title. And if that core is broken, the game is broken. So they need to take a step back, which sucks for players that love the lore and everything. They need to take a step back. And instead of releasing these big content patches each and every month with new story, they need to put that power behind fixing combat. 100%, nail it down, make it flawless. As flawless as, as, as an internet game can be with ping and latency, make it flawless. No memory leaks, sure up your servers. Make the core foundation of your game from hardware to software flawless. Because once you have the foundation, there is no end to what you can build. The creativity of this company is amazing. They have built us a beautiful, outstanding world that we can do whatever we want in. That we can have fun with our friends, that we can have PvE, we can have PvP, we can tell these great stories, we can walk through these great stories, we can make our own stories. They've proven that they can build this amazing world. But a massive castle on a shaky foundation will collapse. They need to put focus around their server hardware and stability and their combat system. They need to sure that up. A PvP game will not survive without a system which is solid. And theirs is shaky. It is not solid. World Encounters. The Ashen Lords will now animate more smoothly when switching between the movements and attack. I didn't really experience this from my perspective. It looked fine to me. Um, I enjoy the Ashen Lord event. Um, it's kind of, in my opinion, it's easy. Um, it's 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 easy. Um, most players are familiar with that style of, of gameplay. Um, World of Warcraft, you know avoid the lava, shoot the boss, DPS, whatever, um, DPS phase, whatever. Um, but I, I didn't really notice, notice this, um, too, too much. If it's smoother now, that's great. I haven't noticed it. It looks the same to me. Um, maybe I just have that bad of eyes. I don't know. Once players have defeated the Ashen Lord, Warden Chi, they will hear updated voiceover lines from the Ashen Lord, which corresponds with the subtitles. Uh, Again, this is something I probably would have noticed, him saying something and then reading it, but honestly, I'm too focused on getting the loot on my ship as fast as possible and getting the hell out of there, or, or stealing the loot from someone else and getting the hell out of there. I've got plenty of things to do on the seas, and I'm not paying attention to what's written down there versus what's been said so that's a cool catch it's a cool fix but to me it it wasn't much to me ghost fleet batters will no longer activate on islands already populated by players that's interesting i guess i mean that that would kind of suck if you're doing a mission on an island and ghost ships start going around and they blow hell that blow the hell out of your ship and you have to get out i i see that that that's a good change that's a good change um, that's, that's a good change. Um, visual and audio fixes, um, you all other crew options, uh, is, has now been fixed. Uh, so, uh, uh, it won't re-enable itself during game sessions. This is good. Uh, I know a couple of my crew members have complained about this. I have noticed it a few times. That's a good fix. That's a good fix. Um, voice chat from other crews should no longer be heard when loading into a game. Um, that, that caused some funny moments and, and some, um, interesting hunts. I'll say that again, another good fix. Uh, if you, if you're a pirate out there trying to, to plunder the seas on an open crew or, or you're using in-game chat and someone loading into that server, looking to reap and pillage and here's your voice or here's where you're at or what you're up to, it does put you at a disadvantage. So that's, that's a good change. Uh, while repairing a hole in the ship, players can no longer, um, able to give, a plank to cancel the repairing audio effects. You know, here's the thing. A lot of people thought that was an advantage. So, so, you know, the, the, the hearing, um, people swimming up or whatever, couldn't tell that you were repairing, etc. cetera. I, I like this, uh, though it, it bothers me because I, I took some time to practice and learn how to do uh, silent repair. Um, so I still, I still do the clicking, uh, to do it. Um, But in all honesty, this is more accurate. I like this uh, because it is accurate. If you're fixing a ship with a hammer and nails, people are going to hear it. There's no silent hammering and nailing. It's impossible, right? It's impossible. So this is a good fix to make things uh, um, more, more accurate. I like that. When picking up chest of thousand grogs, the drunken audio effect should no longer persist for the player once it's released. Thank God. Um, I was so happy when they fixed the grinding audio bug. They still have the underwater audio bug, where you raise up and it still sounds like you're underwater, really loud, and you have to dive back down and come back up. But the thousand grogs chest was also very annoying when you pick it up and drop it, and then wherever you go, anywhere who goes near you hears that drunken uh, sailor song. That's drunken, drunken sailor. Uh, so this this is a good this is a good fix. The bone crusher compass. Fearless Bone Crusher Compass and Bone Crusher Pocket Watch are now readable at all times, even night. Uh, I don't use those items, but for those folks who do use those items, I'm, I'm sure this is, this is important to you. Players will no longer hear bespoke sound effects when interacting with Umbra at the Lagoon of Whispers. I, I, again, I don't experience this. I do have to go talk to Umbra for the summer event, this is something that I, I didn't um, know, and uh, okay, I'll accept it. It's good. Fine. Volume settings will now persist across sessions, even when returning to the front menu. Uh, again, something else I didn't uh, experience. As someone who streams, my audio seems pretty consistent, so I, I don't know what this is about, but everything always seems uh, pretty consistent to me. Uh, the Tall Tales. Crews can now have the cursed rogue, legendary storyteller, uh, fate of the morning star, and the revenge of the morning star tall tales active at the same time um, as another voyage. Okay, that, that's actually quite good with their new quest system versus tall tale system. Um, this makes uh, this makes perfect sense, uh, and that and that 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 is a good change um, because if if other tall tales had it, then those tall tales should have it as well. So um, that, that makes sense. Uh, in the heart of fire, tall tales. Players will no longer be able to fall through the ground in Flameheart's lair. Well, that sounds completely and utterly frustrating. Uh, I did that tall tale three times to get it complete, um, and I never experienced that. But that would be incredibly frustrating if you're in the lair right near the end and, and you fall through. Yeah, okay. All right, that's a good fix. All right, so we're almost down through these uh, passions. We've got a few more things to to cover here. Um, accessibility, again, we'll go through these real quick here. I don't know if there's too much here that I want to get into, um, but uh, just because, again, you know, I I have, aside from my eyesight, there's not many accessibility options that really impact me. But for those of you who uh, may, may uh, use or require some of these features, I'll go over them. The front end menu buttons are now underlined in order to be more identified identifiable than the non-selected buttons for, uh, for partially sighted players. Um, I don't really like those numbers, but it, it sounds like players are using them. Players need to have them. Um, so anything to make folks who play the game, um, to, to allow them to experience the game like everyone else, um, or as close to everyone else as possible, uh, bravo. The change keybind prompt will now be narrated uh, when selected with the mouse. When enabling Let Game Read to Me, the screen narration will now narrate how many values are available, which number you are on. When enabling Let Games Read to Me, the narrator will correctly narrate all buttons across the title screen. The automatically float in water, by the way, this is a hilarious option. I understand why they added it, but it's hilarious. If you are in a shipwreck and turn this on, just enjoy the laughs. And locking uh, interaction prompts and view setting now persist between settings or sessions. When let games read to me is enabled, the loading uh, screen tips will now be read aloud. When enabling let games read to me, words uh, that are censored by the profanity filter will now be narrated. When single stick setting is enabled, a description will uh, now explain that the automatically float setting has also been enabled. Okay. Okay. Performance and stability. So we talked earlier and I kind of ranted a little while about hit registration and the, the need that Sea of Thieves and, and Rare need to focus on the critical parts of their game. That is the core, the hardware, server stability, and hit registration and combat. Uh, balance and combat and hit registration are, are, are and, and hardware or server stability are the big things. So performance and stability. Improve server stability when multiple clients are simultaneously using voice chat. Um, I don't know what that means. It kind of reads to me like if, uh, if you've got Discord or something like that, but I don't know. Maybe people, have, I, I don't know. Simultaneously using voice chat, I would assume that means kind of Discord and uh, Sea of Thieves. Um, I haven't noticed this issue, but maybe for some, this is a problem. Um so if it's increasing if it's improving server stability then hey it's improving server stability. On Steam, switching to window display no longer hides the window. Oh, heavenly Jesus, Poseidon, thank you. Oh. Oh, this is beautiful. So for those of you out there who don't play on Steam don't have this issue. But in Steam and as a streamer who has multiple monitors up with different things for his stream, If I go over or alt tab over or switch to another window or something like that, my Sea of Thieves disappears and sometimes locks up. So this is huge. This is awesome. It allows me to keep my eye on the seas while I might need to uh, deal and moderate in chat or something like that. This is awesome. So uh, this is a huge fix for, for folks like me on Steam. Improved detection of host location when creating a custom server. Improving network conditions when creating a session. I have not been on a custom server. I don't have access to them uh, that I've tried except for maybe Insider. Um, I have no interest in custom servers at the current moment um, as far as any sort of video or anything like that. I don't exactly have time for that. Mine is all based around my stream on the live servers. So there you go. And that's all the changes uh, in this patch. Now, there is a section down here at the bottom, known issues and things they're continuing to work on. So uh, let's kind of take a peek at that. Uh, increased latency and server correction. Hey, look, I just talked about this. Hardware. In cases of high server density. oh, well, there's six ships. I guess this is when there's a whole bunch of items. Some servers can exhibit performance hits, leading to increased latency. This is hundred percent accurate. This may result in lag spikes during gameplay, rubber banding, and server correction. So I I uh, I oftentimes start the ship for my crew. We like the loot stack, etc. We understand that in uh, in loot stacking situations, um, you know, there's a lot of entities on the server, um, and thus issues happen. On an East Coast server, I average around 60, 55 to 65 um, ping. When we start to loot stack, sometimes on the same server, sometimes we don't even have a loot stack. Maybe someone else on the server does um, that. that's sailing around. My ping sometimes goes up in the ballpark of 150 to 200 on a East Coast server. And that is is rough. I know it's a server issue. It's not an internet issue. I have a dedicated line of internet. It's definitely not an internet issue. Um, Other people have experienced this as well. It's definitely a server issue, and I'm glad that they've identified it or are identifying it and working on fixing it. As I said, in this game being a PvP game, the two things they need to focus on absolute perfection on is their server performance and stability and hit registration. So I'm glad they're looking into this. I hope they get it fixed soon because I can tell you this. It's absolutely crazy trying to play this game um, with, with a really high latency. It's, it's nearly impossible, especially with the fast paced action of the combat. So hopefully this gets resolved as soon as humanly possible. Players impacted following server migrations. We are currently tracking a number of player impacting issues, which can occur following a server migration. These include crews migrating near outposts, finding themselves moved to a location where another ship is already present, and issues with ship interaction points following a migration. Yes, I already mentioned this before during those server migrations when we talked about the item um, above uh, server migration fixes uh, with the chests and uh, the merchant items. It's really frustrating and annoying when you spawn in on top of another ship. It's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. Um, so I'm, I'm glad again, that they've identified this and are working on it. Um, I don't know what their algorithm is when a server migration starts, um, or, or how that works, but you definitely should never be migrating on top of another ship or to be honest, migrating anywhere near another ship, because there's obviously, you know, you're, you're kind of lagged a little bit when you migrate. Um, and that could give you a disadvantage, um, and, and securing your loot or, or a sink or something. So. Uh, I'm glad they're looking at this. Again, goes back to that server performance uh, and server management. Ranged and melee weapon detection. In areas of intense action, hey, PvP, uh, players may find themselves firing shots or landing strikes that do not cause damage to their targets. Hey, I just talked about this. I just talked about the, the mighty invulnerable pirate in the arena who took two shots from me and four, four, four slashes from my, my crew member and didn't die. <laughs> While improvements continue to be dev- delivered during our content updates, these continu- uh, th- this continues to be a, a key priority for the team. It shouldn't be a key priority. It should be the number one or number two priority. Not content. It should be server stability. That's your foundation. And what holds that foundation together, the brick and mortar, is in fact your PvP and combat system. So that shouldn't be those two items, the things we've just talked about, in server connection and latency, server migration, server performance, and hit registration and PvP should not be a key priority. It should be the number one priority. I'm pretty sure players out there, regardless of how long they've been on the seas, would be okay with not getting the next Tall Tale, or would be okay with not getting the next Flame Heart shit talk event if hit registration was near perfect and server stability was near perfect if those two things were near perfect i'm pretty sure that the frustrations of no new content no new story would definitely be lessened if people saw that these two items are the number one priority and they're actually getting resolved not continually feeling worse and worse while other things are feeling better and better. We can't let one weapon or or a couple weapons feel better while another weapon falls off the fucking wagon. While the server has latency issues, while an East Coast player on an East Coast server is getting 200 ping because of server issues, when we've got boats falling on top of each other because of server migration issues, These are problems. These should be the number one problems that they're focused on, not the next Flameheart event, not the next Tornado event, not the next whatever event, not the next Tall Tale. These should be the focus because without the core stability of your game, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And finally, stuck in UI uh, menus. When interacting with a barrel and moving quickly through its inventory, players may find the barrel state is not updated as items are removed. Players can also experience the game options becoming stuck on the screen and existing barrel in the state. Yes. I think it was the last update. Uh, It was myself and and Joe Damage when we talked about um, the Ashen Winds update. We discussed that because barrel fixes were in that update and we both disagreed that they were actually completely implemented because we had both experienced locking and freezing of inventories and the game menu option uh, getting stuck over to the top. And sure enough, here we see that Rare instituted a patch or a fix in a patch and it didn't actually fix everything. I don't know who QAs, I don't know who tests these things before they're pushed out. But it sure seems like to me that there's a lot of half-baked solutions out there to try to get something out there and paint it as something that has been fixed, i.e. increasing the frequency of Ashen Lord events. Sure, that's what this says, and so we believe that that's been implemented, but if you actually put put the metal... Uh, to the grindstone, and you're actually playing this game hours upon hours, you will notice that there's no real noticeable difference in how often those Ashen Lords are spawning. So therefore, it's kind of things like this, where we've got stuck in UI men- menus about these barrels, which was supposed to be fixed in the previous patch. It's sometimes hard to believe when we read some of these things on the patch notes and when we talk about it, and then we actually play the game and realize I, something might've been fixed, but it sure as hell wasn't what was written. So I really hope that, and and in software development, you try to do all the testing you can, and you do what you can. Um, I I just hope that Rare re-looks at at how they patch and how they do fixes, uh, changes up their QA, changes up their testing, does something, and really puts a focus on ensuring that quality patches are coming out, fixing real issues, and really shoring up the foundations of this game that everyone experiences every single day. Not everyone experiences the Ashen Lord events. Not everyone experiences the fleet events. But everyone experiences combat when they play on Sea of Thieves. I don't think there's been a single time I've logged in the game that I haven't experienced at least a little combat, either PvP or PvE not a single time even if you're just going out and digging you're going to hit you're you're going to run into skeletons there's always combat and you're on a server which means there's all re- there's always the chance of server instability those should be the main focus of rare shoring that stuff up and ensuring that everything they put in these patch notes is true and solid before it is released if they need to do emergency patches that, that fix these server stability issues, you know, mid-month, mid more power to you. If you have to take the servers down for an hour or two every single week to reset them and just kind of, you know, make sure they're clean and the cache is clean and we don't have memory leak issues, more power to you. I really think there needs to be more thought out of the box on these items, and I really hope they really look at what their priorities are. It shouldn't be story. It shouldn't be lore right now. It should be shoring up the foundations of this game and making sure that the the combat system, both PvE and PvP, is solid and feels good along with the server stability. We should not be having issues with high latency when you're an East Coast person playing on an East Coast server with a solid, dedicated, non-fluctuating internet line. It should not happen. Now, not everyone has access to a dedicated non fluctuating line, but those who do should not be experiencing these issues. And those who do have fluctuating internet, the issue should be apparent, but not that bad, because the servers are strong, the servers are stable, and we have a great foundation for the game. But that is our patch uh, for this month. This is the August patch uh, for those of you who keep track uh this is patch 2.0.17.2 um it introduced uh in my opinion not a whole lot of stuff for us to to really talk about i went through every single line within this hour podcast and and in all honesty um it's very luck uh lackluster um it didn't hit the root issues that the game needs fixed right now um it's very just meh Meh is is the best term I can give to this patch. They have yet again failed to seriously fix the major outstanding issues and fix the cracking and crumbling foundations of this game that we all love and the game that we want to see succeed. Um, they failed to address those. Yes, they called out that these are still issues. The problem is how many times, how many patches how many months, how many years have to go by and you continue to tell us, yes, these are issues and they're not being resolved. They need to be resolved. On a positive note, we did get the Summer of Sea of Thieves event. If you haven't checked that out, make sure you go to seaofthieves.com slash events dash hub and check that out. It's a lot of fun. It shows um, you threw a lot of the old achievements, Xbox achievements. You have somewhere around like 35 days, I think, to complete them. You can unlock a whole bunch of cosmetics for your character. And also, uh, just this week, um, they are releasing the Shrouded Ghost Ship Set, which is another Shark Week-style event, um, where you're having to kill megalodons and sharks and getting a really cool ship out of it. So there are some items that, in my opinion, were great additions to this patch. Um, But overall, we are still having major issues with both server performance and also um, with combat gameplay. And I really, really hope that Rare puts the focus where it needs to be because these issues have gone on long enough and is really causing a lot of trouble in their game. But guys, thank you very much for listening. I am Davram. You can catch Pirate Talk Radio on all the major podcast outlets out there, please do hit the subscribe button. If you would like to support the broadcast, you can check out patreon.com slash DavramTV. If you would like to check out my live content, I stream every single week, Thursday through Monday, starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash DavramTV. Please come by, drop a follow, check us out. Say hello. I shall say hello back. Follow me on Twitter at TV. Follow me on Instagram and YouTube at TV on both those platforms. Guys, take care of yourself out there and each other. And we will see you next time on Pirate Talk Radio.